Sophie, and you're listening to We Can Relate. Today we'll be talking to Meraki. Um, tell us a bit about yourself. Okay, well, I'm going into grade 10. I'm from Ethiopia, and I've lived in Vienna almost all my life. Okay, well, um, I'm really glad to have you here. Thank you. Uh, I haven't known you for a very long time, but um, we just had a conversation, and it was a really good conversation. <laughs> and today, so today, I thought... And you gave me this idea. You know, she's one of the people who like gave me suggestions of like what to talk about, and I love this idea. Um, funny thing is, I have not had a lot of like minorities and like spe- especially Black people feel comfortable talking about this because, um, especially I feel like nowadays when it's all over the news and like all over social media, really, um, a lot of minorities are afraid to express themselves. Yeah, express yeah. themselves. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad you're here today, and I'm ha- glad you like gave me the idea. So today we'll be talking about how um, Black people, minorities, are represented in the media, and how like that it can affect us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So first question. Let's throw it off. Do you think the media is an important part of our life? Yeah. I mean, I think in everything we do every day, we use the media, whether it's social media or just you know Google, Safari, whatever it is. We're always online, especially now. You know, Gen Z, everyone's sharing yeah. everything, you know, yeah. <laughs> through their phones and whatever. And so I think that it's a big part of what we're doing just because, you know, you wake up and one of the first things you do is check, you know, your Instagram or your Snapchat mm-hmm. or even if it's just things like the news, yeah. you know, there's so much to do with the media and it affects us in so many ways that we don't even realize. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think you check like the news as much as you check social media? No. And it's kind of bad because most of the time I'll be like, on it's like when the Lebanon um, explosion happened, mm-hmm. I was on Instagram and then I saw someone reposted something. I was like, oh, what's this? And then, you know, I went like down yeah. this rabbit hole, I guess. And then I checked BBC like at night because my mm-hmm. mom was watching the news, but I didn't, you know, go. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. It's funny because I feel like nowadays the news has shifted from like TV and like, you know, that sort of media to like um, social media. Yeah, exactly. you know, and it's like, especially now, I think that's this is one of the first times that I really like click with me that. Mm-hmm. The news is like social media nowadays for a lot yeah. of people, you know. Um, have you been keeping up with like social media news? I mean, I think like I'm on social media most of okay, not most of my most of my time, but a lot yeah, of let's time. Be honest, no, yeah, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> but you know, when I am on social media, most of the stuff that I do see either there's like social media drama in between like yeah, influences yeah. or whatever, or there's like, you know, big things mm-hmm. like Black Lives Matter and explosions yeah. and stuff that happens. But most of the stuff that I do take in is from the media. So. Mm-hmm. Um Due to quarantine and like the fact that we've been isolated, do you feel like what you read on in like social media has affected you or like stayed in your mind more now than it did before isolation? I think so, but also like during quarantine and everything, it also made me realize how much of the media is fake. Yes, yeah. Because like Trump, yeah. like he said like eat um, like bacteria or something to get rid mm-hmm. of coronavirus. Like, like that's what? a president. I know. <laughs> and he told his people that and then people like, you know, they believed it. Mm-hmm. So that's when I really like realized, oh, you know, yeah. everything that you post or that people post may not be real, so you have to like double check, fact check and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's really scary cuz um for me, sometimes I be like seeing things and, I'm, and it's so like scandalous and yeah. crazy. When I read like the Donald Trump stuff, but I was like, whoa. I was like, yeah. hold, hold up a minute. And <laughs> yeah. then the fact that people actually follow that, I was like Exactly, yeah. It's like, am I missing something? Is this an alternate universe that I, like, left out on? Yeah. Um, since today's subject is how, like, social media affects minorities, black people, we are both black girls. Um, how do you think, how do you think, um, do you think there's enough representation of black people in, the, like, the media nowadays? I think we're maybe just 
like touching the tip of the iceberg, yeah. I guess. Because, you know, if you look at like 50 years ago, 60 mm-hmm. years ago, when there was like the Civil Rights Act and stuff, you wouldn't see black people anywhere, you know? True. But now we have like a dude's Keech, right? And we have mm-hmm. like Naomi Campbell. Like we have a few black models and black yes, people. Yes, yes. You know, the media. Represented. Yeah. But I also feel like it's, um, I don't know how to word this probably, but very like stereotypical, I guess. Or mm-hmm. not stereotypical. But there's one brand, you know, usually either light skin with looser yeah. hair textures and like green eyes, or there's very dark skin and she usually has like a shaved head. She's very tall, very skinny. Yeah, you know? I do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like there's so much in between that we haven't covered yet. Exactly. But hopefully we'll get there. I don't really know if we will anytime mm. soon. But, yeah. You know. You know, it's funny. Like, you know, Beyonce's new release. Yeah. I mean, Black is King. It was. <laughs> I love Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I'm such a huge fan. If Beyonce's listening to this, I might actually die. I, I love Beyonce. Um and one of the big issues with the release of Black is King is that um, there wasn't proper representation of African culture, yeah. you know? And not saying that there wasn't, not saying that she didn't do the right, like, she didn't do her thing. Like, yeah, she's yeah. still, like, be- I no disrespect to Beyonce, mm-hmm. but a lot of, like, African people, even, like, people, like, I'm African as well, yeah. people I've talked to, um, told me that the way um, Westerners, in a way, Americans, in a way, people who are not part of, like, you know, I guess the black or African community sees Africans as like um we're all like jungle yeah, animals. Yeah, we exactly. Like, <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And um that like social media, the way it represents us today, is such like as like caricatures, you know, and like um as like uh as like um like I don't know like characters yeah, and like exactly and it's, it's not people basically. exactly not yeah. people like. People who have phones and you know, yeah. you know, TVs yeah. and stuff like, like that. Like, dude, I was talking with my friend, and then I went to Ethiopia last summer, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, you have like Wi-Fi and electricity." I was like, "What? You expect me not to have it's like not, it's and it's crazy to me because yeah, it it's like yes, it's Africa, and mm-hmm. yes, it's um, there are a lot in a lot of countries is significantly poorer than I guess like European yeah. or American or like any other, you know. But um, doesn't change the fact that like my uncle who lives in a, in Africa in Cameroon does have a phone exactly you know? yeah it does have a tv it's like yeah and you know they forget that literally everything originated in africa like in exactly the, life began in the people don't be mad about that but that's a fact <laughs> yeah that's like fact. everything that's seen as high-end now like gold yeah africa diamonds africa. africa oil as well coming from like africa north africa and so like literally everything comes everything. from africa mm-hmm. but it was robbed from us so now you know yeah plus the fact that we have corrupt leaders you know mm-hmm. we are behind but i think that people don't realize how First of all, big the continent of Africa exactly. is. Exactly. Oh my it god. It can fit the U.S. three times. Oh it can god. fit Europe. Like it's huge. It's the exactly. second largest continent in the world. And then people don't realize how different it is. I guess. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Because if you look at Asia, for example, of course, someone who's from Libya or not Libya, Lebanon. Sorry, Lebanon. <laughs> Lebanon <laughs> yeah. Um, is different from someone who lives in Mongolia. Mm-hmm. But if you have, you know, two different African cultures, like if I tell my Caucasian friend. Yeah. You know, there's one Ethiopian here and one Cameroonian here. Yeah. Tell me which one's which. They'll be like, oh, I don't know. Exactly. Bro. But like, bro. To me, the cultures are so Dude. different. The food, everything. <laughs> um, How do you think the representation of black people in the media has changed over time? I think, again, as we were just talking about how there's like black Americans and black Africans. Yeah. There's two stereotypes for me. The African stereotype is, you know, poor. They all have the same accent. Mm-hmm. They all eat jollof rice. Yeah. And they're all, you know, and yeah. like... And they all, like, they dance. Yeah. So, yeah. And, of course, that's a beautiful culture in, mm-hmm. in and of itself. But people don't recognize that there's so much yeah. more than that. But then, speaking about, like, 
African Americans, they think that they're loud and they're ghetto, and mm-hmm. you know, in the past they were seen as criminals and thugs, yeah. which is first of all, and even disgusting. right, like right now, yeah, which mm-hmm. is disgusting because how are you gonna judge someone based off of their skin tone? Like, but <laughs> the way that they portray people in the media is horrible. Like, yeah. just putting it lightly, it's horrible because you know you can have a black man who has the same sentence as a white man. Like, let's say they both stole something mm-hmm. but then the black man will go to jail for what like 10 years yeah and the white man is free like i've seen a bunch of those things on my instagram maybe they're not 100 percent correct i don't know but no i mean they, they're a lot of the times yeah a lot of them are yeah and it's just it's sad honestly mm-hmm. like it's gotten better you know comparing it to 40 50 years ago but i think there's still so much more that we can do and people don't they don't want to acknowledge that they've made mistakes. That's yeah. one of the big things. Because I think it's really important to say, like, yes, I was wrong in the past, whatever. I've moved on, and now I know better. But a lot of people in the media don't do that. So when they portray someone falsely, you know, that whole person's career or whatever might be ruined, but then nobody wants to accept their apology, but they don't want to apologize either, if True. that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. I mean, in general, representation of black people, um, it's always been, like, Kind of wishy-washy in a lot in a yeah. lot of ways the representation of black people has been like they black people have been played up as like characters you know yeah and i will always like i've believed that for a really long time and the way like i see it on social media even like celebrities like with beyonce mm-hmm. like um and i guess this is obviously for celebrities like they are kind of characters because you yeah. know they don't really, they're not always showing like their full self but i feel like for a lot of a lot of times so, like black people like black women are seen as like um and this is what I've heard from other people, guys. Like, <laughs> like from like white people and stuff like that where like black women are like these like sex, like you know, yeah, sex like, like images, um, sex it. images, right? And black men are like you know basketball players mm. or rappers, and like that's what they're set up to be. I mean, what do you think should change in the future about how black people are represented? Well, first of all, I think they should be able to represent themselves. Like, yes, <laughs> that's one of yes. the main things because. Of course, I think it's great to read about, you know, a person from blah, 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 did this and whatever. But I'd rather have someone from that place. Like, let's say they're writing an article about Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. I would rather have an Ethiopian man or woman talk about their country, talk about, you know, whatever it is that they want to talk about. And then share that in the media other than having, like, a person from France do it. Because, Mm -hmm. you know... I think if you represent yourself, you can be honest. You can say the good stuff and the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. But yes. if it's coming from you, you know it's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think we need that. But we also need to, like, again, what you said earlier, put people in their place mm-hmm. and say, like, there's a difference between cultural appro- appre- appreciation, appreciation yeah. <laughs> and appropriation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so we need to talk about, like, the differences of that. You know, you can say, like, oh, I love cornrows. I think they're so beautiful. But I'm not going to do them because, you know, it'll ruin my hair or because that's yeah. really bad because I don't want to appropriate your culture yeah. or offend you in any way. Yeah, and so I think that that's important to really find the fine line in between the two things. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if the media represents us as a whole properly. So I think yeah. taking it into our own hands and just, I don't know, kind yeah. of doing like what you're doing right now. You know, you're bringing yes. up people and talking about their own experiences. Yeah. So yeah. That, I mean, that's really important. Um, and, you know, I think what's great about... I think what's the biggest thing, great as well, and also like a, kind of a problem, the pros and cons are mixed in one, is that people get so much inspiration mm. from social media without knowing where this inspiration comes from, yeah. you know? And that's not, just like the Fox trend that we were just talking about, it's like, people see it, it's like, oh, you know, Kylie Jenner, you know, she does the Fox trend, it's, it's like, 
it's cute, it's sexy, like it's this sexy look without realizing that Loki is kind of offensive. Yeah. You know, when I was seeing that look, I, I had this like underlying feeling. I was like, why does this not look right? Like yeah. this, yeah. this does not touch right to mm-hmm. me. And then um, when I saw the thread of it, I was like, exactly this right here yep. this is why it's not right <laughs> yeah and um the fact that so many people see and the fact that social media is so accessible that trends and i also saw this other thread where people were like all of the um oh my god English. okay <laughs> all of the trends that black women have created you know that were like time kind of taken or mm-hmm. like that were also you know used it's fine if you take trends you know like i'm not yeah i don't i don't create trends <laughs> yeah, yeah um but um these these were like all the trends that black women created that like other cultures have also used and it's the fact that social media is so accessible and nobody really knows where all of this is from mm-hmm. i think that's one of the things that should change yeah it's like when you use a trend or when you see something on social media the first act shouldn't be like oh this is so cute let me try it it should be like oh this is so cute where is it from yes you know yeah exactly, exactly. aha moment <laughs> aha moment <laughs> yeah like who, who is this from who started this mm-hmm. and um go further researching because yeah that's think what like we're missing the most on social media it's like especially like apps like instagram especially where it's like it's just a picture you yeah. know and pictures pictures people think like pictures represent more than words or whatever but it's like no not, not, on, instagram. Yeah. <laughs> not on instagram not on instagram they don't it's like it's just a picture you know mm-hmm. and so yeah i think that's what should change in my opinion. yeah but i, I completely agree. agree with you like i think people should be able to like speak up for themselves and yeah. speak on their name and yeah, no, yeah. that was good. That was, that was <laughs> yeah. a nice answer. I like that. Thank you. Um, do you think double standard within the media is common? Yeah, I mean, just like what we were talking about earlier with Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. When they do something, it's cute and it's cool and whatever. But then when we do it, it's, I don't know, inappropriate and it's yeah. ugly and whatever. And there's so many things, even in just like black men and white men. Like yeah. we were talking about this earlier. You know, oh, black people don't have fathers. The men are ir- irresponsible. Mm-hmm. They don't care, whatever. But then, if you see a white man leave his kid, like it, yeah. they don't say anything. Just like, oh, daddy issues. That's it. Yeah. But like oh my what? God. Exactly, <laughs> what? Exactly. You know. And like, of course, it's it's unfortunate if that happens to anyone, whether they're white, black, whatever their race is. But I think that people need to stop setting up these stereotypes, especially about black men and black women. And there's so many things that I could like talk about yeah, a whole list of things, you know. But it's just it's sad mainly to see mm-hmm. you know how people are like, oh, you have a dad. Oh, you have whatever or like you know mm-hmm. when people like say these kind of things in the media to other black people yeah it just it doesn't make sense yeah. you know mm-hmm. and double um, standard is obviously double standard kind of fits with like everything yeah. within um every community mm-hmm. you know specifically the black community guys the thing okay let me just clear this up because i feel like i've had quite a few episodes with like um where i've talked about race i'm not like this is i feel like when it comes to my podcast, the fact that I'm a black person uh-huh. and I have like a lot of black friends and a lot of white friends, um, I'm speaking from my own experience. So if yeah. you're sitting there like, oh yeah, but this also happens in the Asian community, white community, this it's is not okay. okay. It's not okay and it doesn't mean it's okay. Uh-huh. But like I'm speaking from my own experience yeah. and two black girls are speaking from our own experience. So if you can relate to this, if you cannot relate to this, that's completely fine. But like mm-hmm. we're just sharing. Mm-hmm. I remember just like, Okay, not the, like maybe a few months ago, I was talking with my friend and we were playing this kind of a game and it was sort of like never have I ever been on like a class trip. And then it was like never have I ever been discriminated for my race or gender or beliefs. Mm-hmm. And my friend is white. She has, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes. She's beautiful. I love her, right? Mm-hmm. But when I was talking, I was just sharing like a few of my experiences. I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, I've been called things. I've been, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. And she was like, really? And I was like, <laughs> oh yeah. God. And I was like, this pro- like it probably happens to me on a weekly or on like maybe okay not a daily, but you know when you're talking to people and they're just 
a little bit insensitive and they don't yeah. realize that what they're saying is offensive. You know, I've told her like, there's a bunch of things that have happened to me, but you know, whatever, that's life. And she's like, that's so weird. I never thought, you know, that mm-hmm. you would have to deal with this at such like a young age. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, young age? Young to age. me, I feel exactly. old. Like, because just the way we've grown up, everything has been designed for them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you go to the store when you're like four. Yeah. All the toys you see are, look the same, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe you'd be lucky to have like, adult with black hair but not black skin or brown skin right you know right. i remember when i was like seven or something for my birthday my mom gave me like a brown or black doll whatever she had like my skin tone hair and i cried because i was like that happy really? yeah because i'd never seen anybody like me yeah oh like that and that's how horrible it is you know or how yeah. horrible it was i guess nowadays you know there's more representation and there's different sizes as well mm-hmm. and stuff but people forget how much not just social media but just like the media and like toys silly things like toys affect us you know yeah because just the little things you know feeling appreciated when someone says like hey your hair looks nice today like no hair looks nice today (laughs) but like people don't say that you know what i mean and i saw this thread again on instagram which was like tell little black girls that their hair is cute and you know yes tell them that's such like a small thing but growing up black or growing up with curly hair coily hair whatever kind of hair type you have it's not what you see and Mm -hmm. it's not what people are used to seeing so they'll be like oh this is so fluffy this is so whatever but you're like this is my hair what am i supposed to do like why do you have to you know comment on it but then when someone comments something positive about it it just i don't know like yeah i get it i get it that's that's 100 percent true how do you think teenagers though can like interpret now with social media and the fact that you were talking about like fake news and there's Mm -hmm. so much of it how do you think teenagers in our age range since uh, hopefully a lot of you are listening to this (laughs) um can like safely take all that information in a way that's not like destructive I think just the main thing is to make sure that what you're getting is correct and make sure that you're always, you know, fact-checking. And as yeah. you said earlier, like, if you see a trend, instead of just being, oh, this is cute, I want to do it. Like, is this offensive? Is this, you know, right for me to do? And stuff like that. And if you're not sure, then ask your black friend, ask your Asian friend, ask your whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think also trying to spread awareness for other people who can't speak for themselves because, again, going back to Black Lives Matter, this is a huge issue that we should have been talking about. And, you know, Black Lives should have always mattered. But it's not our position as Black women to speak out for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of course, we should try and do as much as we can. But if I tell someone my experience, they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But if a white person speaks for me, like, hey, listen to how she's been treated, whatever, then people will want to listen more. So yeah. make sure you're helping your other friends, you know? Make sure you're Using not, their privilege. Yeah, use your privilege, use your platform to really make a difference. Because... To uh-huh. you, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. you, it may seem like a small like. Okay, I'm just gonna post one thing on my story, but I know for a fact that if my white friend posts like ten things on her story, then my white male friends may be like, okay, wait, I might wanna you know check it. Yeah. This. But if I post like, yeah, whatever, Marky posts every day, it doesn't matter, or like you know. Mm-hmm. And so people really need to use their privileges, use their platforms to make a change because that's what we need right now. We need change, and it'll only happen if everyone participates and if everyone really does try and work together. Mm-hmm. Since uh, my parents might be listening to this, how do you think parents can help teenagers interpret social media and stuff? I think it depends, first of all. If they're, let's say, a white parent, then they should make sure that they're educating their children. Yeah. They should make sure that their children are really listening to their black friends and listening to their Asian, Hispanic, whatever friends they are, and making sure that they're okay. And making sure, you know, like, first of all, how are you doing mentally, physically, everything? And then asking, like, is there any way that I can help? Should Mm -hmm. I donate? Should I sign this petition? Where can I do anything? And then educating others. And also making sure that those parents are educating themselves. Yeah. And then for parents of POC children, I think 
if first of all if they're mixed race mm-hmm. make sure that they feel comfortable because i've seen a lot of mixed race kids talk about how they're not really in touch with their you know black side asian yeah. side, whatever so make sure that they know about their heritage and make sure that they understand but also i think just everyone should be informing themselves and informing others mm-hmm. and like a black parent for example with all of this going on i think because our parents have probably experienced racism as well you know yeah. in work and in whatever so i think they should teach us how to deal not deal with it but how to react to it i guess anything else you'd like to say on this whole subject um well i don't know i think just to summarize it educate yourself educate other people around you and make sure that when you are educating yourself make sure that it's okay and then i guess if anyone's gonna work in the media when they're older try yeah. and represent people properly and make sure that they get to represent themselves as well yes yes <laughs> Yes, yes, and yes. That is one big aha moment. <laughs> and I love that. Thank you so much for You're that. You're welcome. Um, Thank you for having me. That's incredible. Well, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much, Maraki, for coming, joining <laughs> us. Guys, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast on Spotify and share it with your family and friends. See you next week on Saturday at 4 p.m. for our new episode of We Can Relate. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>